Welcome to episode 125 of Look at My Records. I recently had the chance to chat with a great band from Denver, Colorado called Whitaker. I spoke with the frontman, lead guitarist Paul, and the drummer Mark from their home in Colorado. We talked all about their brand new album, Seasons, which I've basically been listening to nonstop. It's a delightful mix of folk, Americana, rock and roll, and a whole lot more. We talked about the current situation with COVID-19. Unfortunately, the band was in the middle of a tour that unfortunately was canceled because of the current situation. We talked about the recording process behind the record and the overall concept that they formulated when putting the entire album together. To kick off the show, we're going to start with The Journey Home, which is on Seasons, and then we'll jump right into our interview. You're listening to Look At My Records. Let's jump right in. We kicked off the show with The Journey Home by my guests, Whitaker, and I'm here with Paul and Mark. How are you guys holding up with um, COVID-19 and everything like that? Well, it, it feels like it's been a roller coaster of emotions. We were on tour and we had to cut that short. And so I was depressed. And then I got home and it was like... All my roommates are now working from home. And so for like the first couple of weeks, it was a lot of fun. And then it got really boring. And now I've found a way to like manage how to keep my head straight during the whole thing. So, <laughs> so Mark, you're the drummer, right? And Paul, you're the guitar player and front person. Yeah, it's been good for me too. definitely resonate with a lot of those emotions. Um, I live with my wife, so there's, you know, there's a lot of good and challenging things with just living with one other human for such a long time uh, with really no breaks in the day. But it's been a good opportunity to get creative and and also like get a moment to breathe from just like the go, go, go lifestyle that we were all living a couple of um, months ago. So, yeah, it's challenging, but we're learning how to work with it. Cool. I didn't know you guys were in the middle of a tour. You just put out your debut full-length seasons. It's excellent. I've been listening to it a lot. I really enjoyed it. How did your tour come to an end? Did you get to a point where it just became, you know, it's not safe to continue forward or did the gigs get canceled? What what happened? We were going to keep pushing as long as people were going to keep coming to shows. And the last one that worked was in Los Angeles. And it, it was funny. We actually like were supposed to go down to San Diego the very next day. That one got canceled. But when we talked to the guy in Phoenix, the promoter in Phoenix, he was like, hey, we'll still have it if y'all still want to. And we were like, yeah, let's try to get as many shows in before we can't anymore. So we drove to Phoenix and then that was what, 
it was on a Thursday and our show was Friday. And then at like 11 o'clock at night on Thursday, he was like, never mind, everything shut down, <laughs> just go home. <laughs> like, And then from there, it was like everything was decided for us. Yeah, was this like the second week of March, basically? Yeah. 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 I was about to head down to South by Southwest, and it just uh, seemed like at a certain point, everything was just done, unfortunately. It was wild how it all happened. I mean, there was murmurs about how it was scary, and then all of a sudden, like, I think Dr. How do you say Fauci? He yeah. Tell- front of congress said that nobody's taken it as serious as they should and then the country shut down yeah yeah south by southwest canceling was like the moment where i was like wow this is not a joke i couldn't believe it i was like waiting for it to be like an article on the onion or something i'm like oh no like south by southwest actually just legitimately canceled this year it's been crazy couple of months really insane Take yeah. me t- take me back a little bit. Seasons is the, the new album, and it's awesome, as I said. Paul, you're originally from Indiana. You're based in Denver now. You originally came here as a solo artist, but then started collaborating with guys like Mark. How did this project uh, come together originally? Um, well, like you said, I was doing it on my own. Uh, I wasn't making really any progress. It was just like a five-year hobby. And Mark and I played a game of pickup basketball. Um, I had no idea that he played music. Um, And he just reached out through Instagram and was like, I'm recognizing that you're doing this thing on your own. My roommate and I both play music and um, we got together one time and I had already had some solo gigs booked at the time that the band started to form. And I just pretty much reached out to all of those venues and was like, uh, I'm now in a band. They're going to be with me at these shows. Hopefully that's okay. And I probably burned a bridge or two by throwing that in last minute. But um, really, it didn't even give us an opportunity to ever look back. And once I played one show with the band, absolutely all desire to ever play solo again went out the door. And that was pretty much the formation of Whitaker. And it's a pretty collaborative songwriting process, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in our, in our first EP, uh, the majority of it was, uh, well, I guess only about half of it was uh, Paul songs um, that he had done on his own. But as the band started forming, like, most of the time the music starts with Paul and then he'll like send a voice memo of uh, something he's you know kind of put together. He might have uh, some lyrics, he might not. It might just be a chord progression. And then people will just go to their respective instruments and try to try to do as much as they can to keep building it out further. It's been a little bit challenging in recent months because we can't get together and co-write in the same room. Um, but I think next week is going to be the first week where we can all at least like go to a park or my backyard or something where we can all get together and still social distance. Yeah. Yeah, I, it really has to be a challenging time for bands, especially not being able to get together and write together as well. Tell me about, you've described basically different members of the band as having like very diverse and varied musical backgrounds. Um, I think Mark, you've played in punk bands before and stuff like that, whereas other members have played different types of music throughout their respective music careers how do you think that has influenced your current sound uh, i think it's huge and yeah i you know thanks for doing the research on that and come that's a that's an interesting question to answer like we really are so diverse mark really likes punk music third eye blind like some of their like more thrashing songs, I think, really motivates him, and he draws inspiration from that. And I honestly love like forty pop. I think, you know, like the most catchy Taylor Swift song is the greatest thing in the world. And um, you know, I don't really know where that side of my musical taste came from, but that helps me write like more catchy melodies. And then each guy in the band just has such a, a diverse background and. 
Yeah. And then and then Chase, yeah, he's super into bluegrass, and that's why he is primarily on the banjo. And with that technicality, he can bring that to the band and apply that to his banjo playing. And then Joe, our bassist, he's super into funk music, so he's just got great bass lines all the time. And it's just like without without the diversity of uh, music genres that we prefer, I don't think Whitaker would uh, have the distinct sound that we do have. Yeah. yeah, it's totally a very unique and interesting sound. You guys have described it as uh, mountain rock. And I feel like I could hear influences of bluegrass, folk. Also, maybe I heard like a little even gospel in the, the harmonies and melodies on like Prodigal. I don't know what you think of yeah, that, yeah. maybe a little bit, but th there's definitely a lot going on on Seasons, the entire record. Yeah, I honestly definitely had a couple of moments before releasing it where I was like, man, does this album make sense together? <laughs> like Sailor's Son is pretty much like a full on like rock song. Prodigal is like pretty, pretty country bluegrass leaning and then there's really everything in between there. So luckily so far it's been received really well, but yeah, leading up to it, I was like, man, I don't even know if this makes sense sometimes, so. Yeah, and the way you've described, I guess, your genre as mountain rock, to me, I thought of Denver and where you live as well. And being that, Paul, you're originally from Indiana, that's definitely probably a very different place. How has yeah. your surroundings and where you live and where you play music influenced your sound? I'd, I'd say that's equally as important as our musical backgrounds. Uh, we have this song called Within the Mountain Shadows, and uh, it wasn't on the newest album, but um, it was on some of our prior, it was on our prior EP. And uh, that, honestly, whenever I listen to that song, I feel like I'm up in the mountains of Colorado. Uh, I don't know, laying tracks for a railroad or something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, super important for sure. I mean, we're, we're really lucky to have the opportunity to drive an hour or two for like a weekend retreat and be in like one of the most beautiful places in the country and have that as inspiration in our backyard. So that's, that's a real big help for sure. Yeah, and, and to add on that also, uh, Paul, will occasionally just hop in the car and just drive for hours. And uh, so I think his, his la the landscape is really what inspires uh, some of the creativity out of Paul. Yeah. And the other thing that I thought was really interesting because I did kind of get the feeling from listening to Seasons, you kind of described it as a, a con sort of a concept album. Yeah. Centered around hope and yeah. It's, it is interesting because I get that vibe when I listen to it. And with concept records, I'm always curious, unless it has like a clear cut, you know, story or something like that. When did you realize that you were writing a record with a, a concept like that? Did you set out to write that record or did it kind of materialize in the middle of it happening or did you look back at the end and say oh we kind of have this, kind of have this concept going on yeah i think that's really good question and observation we went into the studio uh probably like a year and a half ago maybe even two and we were all just planning to record two folk songs like i, I think we wanted to do prodigal and one other one that Southbound, yeah. The two that were like more folk leaning. We went into the studio with the producer with that full intention. And we were in this new studio. It was huge. It was great. And like, I had like other half baked ideas basically that while we were setting up to record one song, we would just start like rehearsing one of these other ones. And it just like continued to roll out longer and longer. So it became an EP. And then we we're like, all right, well, we might as well just make a full album because we're still rolling out songs. And yeah, I, th I think what you're saying is right. Like we probably looked back at the end of the process and we're like, okay, these songs tell a story. Now how do we arrange it to tell a story that makes sense? 
and that will mean something to us and hopefully something to other people as well. So that's kind of how that, that process rolled out. Yeah, when, when you look at the, I think the track listing is where you see how it fell into place because it's not like, I mean, the story of the album is someone who's far from home and whatever home is to that person, yeah. journey, his journey back. And so when you look at those songs, like when we look at them, we didn't write them in that order. They all came from different times. And that's why we named it Seasons is because it, it, just, it was just reflective of uh, the many different seasons that we were all going through individually and as a band together. So it really did just kind of fall into place that way. And it's it's interesting too, because I'm sure you could have never foreseen this, but it sort of is kind of also representative. And I think a lot of people, when they listen to it, can probably relate to it, given the current situation. Uh, what do you think of that? And could you have ever foreseen that? Are you talking about the pandemic right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm, I don't know if I'm understanding the question or about to answer a completely different one, but I love the message that the album has and how relevant it, it is for yeah. coronavirus. Like, obviously, we could have never, ever guessed while we were recording those songs in a million years that something like this would happen. Um, and I think the songs mean something completely different to me than they mean to Mark, than they mean to the, the next person. But I can confidently say to someone that's heard it or has not heard it, that there's probably a song for every single person out there, especially given the time that we're going through right now. Yeah, totally. And what was the recording process like? Where'd you guys record it? And did it take, uh, how much time did you spend recording it? Was it quick? Uh, prolonged or well uh, Paul mentions that it was like a year and a half ago it was actually yeah December 2018 when we first went into third and James studio here in Denver and uh, the producer that we worked with on our first project and on the seasons uh, album his name's Joe Richmond and he's he's very well known in Colorado and beyond he's He's, on, he's working for uh, Bon Iver currently. He's, he's uh, what is he doing, front of like house? He's like a full-time sound technician for him. Something oh, like wow, that. cool. So yeah. like he, very, very uh, great guy to work with for, for uh, recording this. But, but, you know, when we first stepped in, uh, we recorded it, and then we didn't record again for like three months. Uh, some of it was just personal stuff going on. We just couldn't get together and lay out time for it. But around the spring of last year is when uh, we started to like kind of figure out what we were doing. We went to the studio the first time without really a plan and it just kind of changed. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard right now as a young band because it's not like we can just go into the studio for two to four weeks. Yeah everything done like we all have day jobs um so a lot of it was at the end of the work days we would leave work and go straight to the studio and be there for as long as as we could that day and uh i mean some people would view that as exhausting but it was like our break from real life and you know that's this is all we want to do with our lives so it it was it was a great it was a great time recording last spring Cool. And Seasons is out now. It's available on CD, right? Any vinyl in the works or? Uh, hopefully vinyl in the future, but until those shows pop back up and start getting this paid again, yeah, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> cool. And do you guys have favorite songs off of the record? Um, you have one? Uh, I... I think my favorite that I like to listen to is probably different than my favorite I like to play live. So, uh, Seasons, the self-titled track, I, I love to listen to and to play. Uh, Southbound Train is so much fun to play live. And uh, Prodigal is too. Um, Prodigal is a great song. I think that's my favorite on the record. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. 
Yeah, the only reason I hesitate is because I listen to our music all the time and I just love them all. Um, but I really think that Sailor Sun is a banger. I listen That's to that one. That's a great song, yeah. Run. And then Prodigal is probably the most fun to play live just because that one, for whatever reason, uh, just gets people to react in it a totally different way that's really engaging yeah congratulations it's an awesome record and i know it's a very challenging time to be releasing a new full length so kudos to you guys it's it's very well done and i've been enjoying it for the last couple of weeks it's a great one awesome, awesome. we appreciate it yeah Any thank you time. So now Paul and Mark are going to play a couple of songs from the record. But before they get to their live set, we're going to play a recorded track from the record called Sailor's Son. And then Paul and Mark will be playing the title track Seasons and Prodigal, my favorite song from the record. seasons that we were just talking about awesome mm-hmm. 
I found her love in Indiana She found her love Sneaking around Now I will always remember The way a light tastes The way it looks The way it sounds The way it tastes The way it looks The way it sounds Myself to Colorado, my sins followed me close behind. I said I'd face them tomorrow. What if tomorrow just any tough time? Tomorrow just any tough time. Learn that a love without being told that it's okay to feel Yeah, it's okay to feel That sounded awesome. Awesome. Thank you. You want to do Prodigal? We've got a big fan right here. <laughs> you got uh, it. I got uh, to remember what's up. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to play this one uh, on the piano, even though the lead part is normally on banjo. Yeah. Cool. Maybe give me a little grace here. Now, looking for the way back home. 
We are back. Just to recap for everyone, we kicked off that set with Sailor's Son. And then Paul and Mark played two beautiful songs from their new record. They played the title track Seasons and Prodigal. And then we wrapped up that set with another song from their brand new record called Here Again. And now we're going to be playing some records that Paul and Mark picked from my record collection. And we'll be starting with uh, yeah. Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth from self-titled Buffalo Springfield. I was just watching the Laurel Canyon documentary, the one that Jacob Dylan from the Wallflowers did. Mm. And so I've been really revisiting all of these bands, Buffalo Springfield, the Mamas and the Papas and things like yeah. that. So cool. Nice. Yeah, that song, I mean, Jillian sent over, you know, the list from your site and I started combing through them. And honestly, I hadn't listened to uh, the Buffalo Springfield catalog in quite a while. But today, I would, after I remembered that song last night or a couple of days ago, I've just had it on repeat. It's such a, such a classic. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that record and I love that song. And we also yeah. have... Cattails by Big Thief off of one of the two albums they put out last year, UFOF. Yeah, I know. Um, Big Thief is is like a newer favorite of mine. A friend probably a couple of years ago was like, hey, here's a song called Paul by this band Big Thief. And I listened to it and I'm like, this is randomly just like an absolutely amazing song. And that song like totally swept me off my feet. I went on a deep dive about them as a band. Um, I watched their Tiny Desk concert and their guitar player has like the weirdest body movements in their Tiny Desk concert. And I was like, if you haven't seen it, you have to see it to understand what I'm talking about. But the guy just looks like he's like being taken over whenever he plays. <laughs> um, so like that performance, I was like, this band is like so weird and so cool. And then they dropped those two full-length albums like back-to-back. Gosh, these guys are just, they're amazing. Um, And that's one of my favorite favorite songs off that that record. Great band. And we're following that up with Imagine by John Lennon off of Live in New York City. Classic song, beautiful song. Yeah. I mean, that one, nobody really needs an explanation why that's such an amazing song. It speaks for itself. But, uh, there's a documentary about John and Yoko Ono on Netflix, and I watched that recently and um, just got like more of a perspective on why he was so so amazing by himself and as a part of the Beatles. And um, they, they play that song in like a really beautiful way and backstory in that. Uh, Netflix documentary and uh, that's why whenever I saw that song on on your side I was you know it's so popular it almost doesn't need extra attention but it's also just so amazing that it just deserves to be talked about anytime it's available totally and then we'll wrap it up with good vibrations by the Beach Boys another classic track. yeah yeah, so backstory on that one, I feel like my wife and I have every single streaming service available to mankind. We've got Hulu, Netflix, Sling, we yeah, Amazon, we've got it all. And there's a Beach Boys documentary um, about Brian Wilson that even though I have all of those streaming services, I couldn't find, so I rented it like a couple months ago. And um, Brian Wilson on his own is is like a true, true genius and Good Vibrations is my favorite song by them. So I had to throw that in. He is an absolute genius. No argument here. All right. So we're going to play Buffalo Springfield, Big Thief, John Lennon and the Beach Boys. And we'll be back. There's something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think 
it's time we stop children what's that sound everybody look what's going down there's battle lines being drawn nobody's right if everybody's wrong young people speak in their minds Are getting so much resistance from behind the time we stop hey what's that sound everybody look what's going down what a field day for the heat a thousand people in the street singing songs and carrying signs mostly say hooray for our side it's time we stop hey what's that sound everybody look what's going will creep It starts when you're always afraid Step out of line The man come and take you away We better stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down better stop Now, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down
they get what they came for, that's the money. I think they will this time. Not that they didn't get it last time. Just that everybody makes a book out of these things. Oh, if I can get my finger on the right note. Uh, go into Johnny starting it and then you can spread it, all right? This is something that happens to all of us, one way or the other. Oh, I'm with you this time, right? I, I love the colorful clothes she wears And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair
Buffalo Springfield, Big Thief, John Lennon and the Beach Boys, Whitaker's Picks. Thank you, Paul and Mark, for yeah. being here. Everyone, I encourage you to go check out the record. It's called Seasons. It's available on all streaming services, and you can also get it on CD, WhitakerBand.com. <laughs> and there's a merch tab where you can get CD. Paul, I think you're wearing the shirt that people can yeah. get. <laughs> yeah. Unintentionally. It's just uh, really soft, and it's what I just threw on today. So, yeah, shameless plug there. And your first EP is on vinyl here, white vinyl, actually, within the yeah. mountains, all available at their website. Thank you for being here with me today. What What's on the agenda for the rest of the year? I know it's very uncertain time for everyone, not just you guys. Uh, what's What's going on? Well, first of all, thanks again for having us, Tom. We haven't said that yet, but we appreciate you taking time to, to do this with us. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what the heck the rest of 2020 looks like for us. Unfortunately, the conversation's just looking more and more viable to just be all about 2021 at this point so we're taking advantage of the the extra breathing room to write some songs and demo them out in hopes of uh getting together with the producer and making another record probably quicker than we were originally planning to but as far as shows go those are those are feeling like they're kind of out the window for the rest of this year which is a bummer yeah we've, we've had a few festivals already canceled uh, we were going to be doing one actually next weekend in Colorado Springs. We were so stoked because there were some there were some names on there that we were really excited to play with. Yeah, Darling Side and Dust Bowl Revival were both on that one that were wow, yeah. excited to see them. But yeah. that one got canceled, and then I think yesterday we found out that the one that I was personally looking forward to most, Mile of Music in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, that one ended up canceling. Yeah, I've heard good things about that festival. That is disappointing, but hopefully live music will be back either late this year or next, you know, hopefully next year. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have to think it'll be back in some capacity think, next year. I think from the artistry perspective, like I think we're all about to be blessed with a bunch of new music in the next year because all of these artists who can't tour or just sitting at home with all the creative juices. So, yeah. Have you been trying to write or have you been spending this time? Yeah, definitely getting a lot of creative ideas coming out. Um, it's funny, I was listening to my release radar on Spotify today, which for anybody that's not familiar, it's just basically like the artists that you follow um, on there. It's just like all of their new songs back to back. And there is so much music coming out that is just so obviously about coronavirus and just being quarantined. So I'm trying to not write like blatantly yeah. music like, oh, I'm inside playing Xbox right now and <laughs> tired all the time. Because it was kind of comical, like listening to my favorite bands just being like, all of these songs are exactly the same right now. Yeah. 
I'm taking that as inspiration to try and write about something other than, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what it comes to, but yeah, definitely writing. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get a new voice memo about every other day from Paul. <laughs> like, hey, came up with this today. Nice. Down on it. So, yeah. so we, have, we have a lot of songs in the queue. So as soon as we can get our other guys with us, we're just going to start just rocking these out, trying to get some full-blown songs out of these. Yeah. Awesome. Can't wait. Everyone, again, Seasons is a new record. It's available on all streaming platforms. Go listen to it. We're going to play one more song from the record before we depart. Stand my ground. I love that song. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Paul and Mark. Be well. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it.
this road takes me It may shake me But I will stand my ground